curiosity. What are you so curious about? Everything, Mr. Curiosity. And it is podcast time. Claire does the intro whenever she's here, so hit it. What is this podcast? It's Mr. Curiosity. Yeah. Oh, baby. All right. This I guess we're going to call this the Thanksgiving episode, even though, you know, people listen whenever. But we're doing this the Friday before the week of Thanksgiving. Yeah, and it's going to be released on Monday, so yep. Thanksgiving. And, and you hear his voice? John Meyer has not joined us in, I'd say, a month, it's been month and a, a half. Month. He's I think high missed, in demand. I think I missed the last two. He's not high Remember in demand. Why? Where were you? Let's, Where let's was going on? Why go I had to miss let's the last back. one. Okay, yes, why? 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 Because this is one that people will love. <laughs> I get a call from my wife who needs to be at work at nine thirty, and says, "Do you have the keys to my car oh, in yes, your coat pocket?" <gasps> I did. She couldn't find the spares. I had to leave early to get home so she could get to work. To produce an anchor the noon on time. I love it. I love it. So you it. can imagine the trouble I was in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because why? It's your fault then? Well, of course it's my fault. <laughs> see, Claire, now that there's see in the last few weeks there was more females than males, and now we can bully on you. That's why fine. is everything our fault always? Why does it come because, to the man's fault? Because if you say that it's the woman's fault, then you get in more trouble. But that that, way. why is it set up because like Because it's just easier for you to take the blame and you make the girl happy and yeah. yeah and why? isn't it funny? Because I just surrendered right then. I was like, I know. Guilty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, we just this goes back to Fred and Barney, Flintstone, Barney Rubble. They they just used to Try to evade their wives because of the the onslaught of of static. Well, I wouldn't say they, onslaught of static, but I think I think that honestly, you know who really wears the pants. I know in your relationship, it's not, Don. Nah, how Don, would you, be? you can't say no to Don. I just, but I want to know why. We're not going to get into this. Because you always choose the woman that no, makes. There's makes something like about that. Well, that's just the way biology is set up. I it guess. is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's it? You're not going to say anything else? Because, I mean, like, you're right. That's how it is, and it's going to stay like that because humans are creatures of habit. We are. So what we're going to do is we're going to get to the brown bag and ask uh, uh, the questions asked by the viewers. But I want to remind everyone, if you don't like how the questions are, if you're saying they need to talk about this, here's your chance, right? Mm -hmm. Yep, send them in. Send them in, brown bag at WNEP.com. One word, brown bag at WNEP.com. We don't preview these things. Most of the time... They come off the printer, roll them up in a ball, and throw them in here. And the more random, the better. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And they don't have to be about anything specific. Could be gossip about WNEP, news in your area, science questions, ponderings. Shower Ooh. thoughts. What? Shower thoughts. Shower we, thoughts. We love it all. Where, where your spare keys are. Could be anything. But I thought we'd start by Claire going first. Thanksgiving, let's hear about what you do with your family, your traditions. And then, look, she's reaching for the bag already. It's not time for the bag. But it's so close. What do you I'm do for Thanksgiving? Side. What do I do for Thanksgiving? I work. <laughs> and has it changed over the years? No, be, uh, we don't want to get too corny and historical here, but what's a typical Thanksgiving for you? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I mean I'm mean, i going to work. So I've been working. Ever since I've been in news, I've worked on Thanksgiving, and it's just covering a shift. And So do you You don't go back to the family? Well, When's the last time you had a family Thanksgiving? Oh, that's a good question. I would say COVID because I was working remotely. Oh. Yeah, but that was the last time. But I always, I mean, like, I, after I get off from work, I cook and have, like, the fixings and things like that. And, John, would you say that's one of the negatives of this career we've oh, chosen? Is, is that, that a lot of times you're working holidays. So, luckily, my ha- family's from here, so I can work and still be with the family. Mm. But you guys, I never thought about that. You yeah. can't work 
and still be with the family. My first job was in Johnstown, PA, two and a half hours from home. I had to work Thanksgiving all around it. Right. My Thanksgiving dinner was a turkey sub from Sheets. Oh, so because Sheets was open. Yeah. And so you remember my that? Like, Christmas dinner was a cheeseburger from a bar down the street that was the only place open. No. Mm-hmm. And this was when now? You're this was my first year out of college. So working in Johnstown as a reporter. Get out. And because, so, yeah, w- when you're uh, early in this business and you're someplace that your family is not, that's but, what you do. Yeah. Do you remember being saddened? Or do you remember your parents saying, I feel so I remember bad. my parents, my mom especially, was like, what do you mean you have to work on Thanksgiving? Yeah. What do you mean mm. you have to work on Christmas? Um so she was more sad than I was. Mm-hmm. I think at that point I was just like, you yeah, know, whatever. I'm a 22 year old guy. Yeah, you're out to spread your wings, conquer the world. It wasn't you don't that big care. deal for yeah. me then. Now I think I'd be really upset by it because I like getting together with the family. Sure, and, and yeah, especially when you have kids. Yeah. Yeah. But I want the viewers out there and listeners to think about this. When you watch Good Morning America and you see all the staple people there, a lot of times during the holidays is when you want to turn on your TV and see them. Mm-hmm. Yes. So even the big shots at ABC, a lot of times they're working on the holidays, not just lowling reporters and anchor and weather people like us. Yeah. Even the big it's shots. It's just part of the are, business. There's always the news, business, even right. on holidays. But I guess, like, for you, John, so whenever, like, I work, I always, like, FaceTime and, like, I eat, like, on FaceTime, like, Thanksgiving whoa, or Christmas. Whoa. But what did you do when you were my age? Whoa, 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 whoa. Well, so we didn't have that. Should we stop right there, We though? can stop. You'll have, like, a holiday meal. Uh-huh. I'll cook it. By yourself. Uh-huh. And there's your phone with your family somewhere else. Yeah, and they're eating, too. Like, we sync it up. See, this is something I don't think our generation. See, so but yeah, that's why I'm like, I yeah, so what when you I did. Was in... I don't even know if that's. That, does that so... make it worse? <laughs> it does. I'm just crying. <laughs> Maybe. I'm just crying. <laughs> I'd rather not see them. Maybe it does because honestly, when I was there working, it just was another day of work. Mm-hmm. I didn't even think much about it being a holiday. Yeah. And, you know, it's just long enough. I didn't even have a cell phone at that point. So. Right. It wasn't like I was on the phone with my family much. We called and talked, but it was a big, a big difference. Oh. Yeah. So you will FaceTime holiday meal. With, yes. And sit there in a dingy little apartment. Hey, hey, hey. Poorly lit. With the with the really dramatic yeah. now. <laughs> with, well, with the microwave. microwave overcooked, burned tin foil. Oh my god! I can cook, Joe. Turkey. You can't. Casserole. He is projecting onto you (laughs) if he was your age alone in an apartment (laughs) that's dingy and he's burning a a microwave dinner. Yeah, Yeah. that would be me. Yeah, yeah. I I wish the view, I wish people listening like to the actual podcast on Spotify, I wish they could see my face. Like that's not, that's definitely classier. Yes. Just so you do have a good meal, but it's still being alone and then seeing, I don't know. Yeah, it was, I won't lie, but I would say the hardest thing ever was my first Christmas alone. Yeah, it's tough. I cried a lot. You did cry. After work, yeah. I mean, I was glad that I was here at work with other people, but I went home, cried, found out my flight got canceled, cried some more. And then I had to like rebook my flight back home to Florida like three times just to even then do Christmas, my birthday and New Year's in one day. It is a weird part about this business, too, is that a lot of times it's people that aren't from here that have the jobs. You know, they come in here to get the experience. Right. Mm -hmm. And so other careers, you may live far away from your family, but you're almost certain to have Thanksgiving and the time around it off. So Mm -hmm. you can go home to your family. And we just can't do that. Yeah. Now, when I was um, in Johnstown, I had some people that were like the older anchors and stuff like that say I could come over to their house for Thanksgiving dinner. 
That's awkward, though, isn't it? A but it's bit? awkward. It's awkward because they, you know, they're feeling sorry for you. They're feeling like, sorry, and it was it's nice. Pity. And but I, I didn't want to go over and yeah, be like, "Here's the new guy at the station. He has nowhere to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's the, the the charity pity. case. Aww. Yeah." It's so. Oh gosh, I don't know. There's no answer. It's so, an interesting aspect that I don't think people at home think about. No, definitely not. And you're working too, right? I was gonna say. So this Thanksgiving, I'm working, and I'm working, and I'm working. Whoa! We can but spend so, Thanksgiving together. Is Mindy so it's working? interesting. Mindy is off Thanksgiving, working Black Friday. Okay. Mm-hmm. But it is interesting how then it comes to this point with me. I've been here for 20 years. Now I'm married to someone who most of her family is from here. Right. So. If I do have to work on a holiday like Thanksgiving, that afternoon we're going to Renny's aunt's house. You can pull it off. Well, we're, the whole we're Thanksgiving done, with yeah. her. I could work the next day. Now, the way we're doing it this year is then we're driving out to my parents. My brother and his family are going. And so we're having Thanksgiving with them on Friday. Hmm. So two Thanksgivings, it all works out. Mm-hmm. And but, it works out perfect for me working on Thanksgiving. You guys know my theory. And don't take this the wrong way, everybody. Um, it's my problem. I have I have a little short attention span. And I'm not a ling- Really? I had no idea, Joe. <laughs> I'm not a lingerer, meaning I go over a relative's house, I eat, I say hi to everyone, and then literally after an hour, I'm like, I am done here, I want to go. And then a lot of people linger and talk and watch football games and read the paper, and I can't do that. I don't know why. I feel like, John, you would be a lingerer. Are you a lingerer? Not a super lingerer. I'll stay for a little while, but then I'm I'm done with things rather quick. So what my point is, for Thanksgiving, it's great. I volunteer to work, so I have Thanksgiving meal. At the relatives, and then like, hey, listen, everybody, sorry, I gotta go. That's smart. I gotta, I gotta wake up at three a.m. So I can't linger here, and I use it as an excuse. So I love working the holidays mm. because I still get to participate in them. But I'm out of there, yeah, baby. Yeah. And you don't have to do any cleaning or prep or anything. Yeah, you don't have to cook either. Because you're and, and you're the hero because you work through the holidays. You poor guy. Oh yeah, oh. You poor hardworking dad. This is the charity case. Yeah. So that's my deception mode. But we're all at different places in our worlds and stuff like that. You're having Thanksgiving where not all your kids will be here. My kid is in Denver, yeah. So we're going to be split up this year. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Are you sad? You'll you'll get there. Just picture you in the future. You're an old person like me. You have kids. You lived through everything. Though. You saw them grow. You spent all those Thanksgivings with them in love and cherish. And now they're doing their own thing. And it's no, it's not that bad. It's bad, but it's not that bad because you're happy for them. I could see if my son said, oh, my God, I'm just dying to come in. I can't make it. Da, da, da. But he's he's got a girlfriend. He's got a, you know friends and family out there. And he's happy starting his new life out there. So I love him to be here, but he's not going to be. And my wife is actually going to fly out to Denver to cook for my son. <laughs> nice. Tell me that isn't bizarre. So this is the first Thanksgiving I am away from my wife since we started dating when we were in college. But she can't have Thanksgiving without her son. She, you're happy for him and everything, but she would not be capable of thinking he's out there. So she's going out. I and said someone's not making. Yeah, so I'll have the other two and family, and she'll be out there. So it's all good. Man. Yeah, you're dividing. Kind What's of. funny is that when you think of placement in life, me as a parent of three kids, I can't comprehend. You can't even imagine that, that. at some point one of them no. could live on the other side of the country. Yeah, and I was how the, is that? I remember even like it was yesterday that thinking that like yeah. there's no way these people are ever going to leave me. Then they become adults, and the children and innocence that they were is gone. Isn't it funny that you, now at this stage that I'm in, I can't, can't think that brain's not equipped to do it. Won't do it. Just how it is. Just push it off. You got time. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Cherish every moment. I did, and then you have oh, no yeah. regrets. That's yep. the key to life. You know, mm-hmm. every moment. I remember. Dive into it, baby. Claire, you're going first. Pick some questions. Here we go. 
Go Claire, go Claire, go Claire, go Claire. I like the enthusiasm. This one's really... Oh, we had this one already. So, oh. Now, so if they're repeats, I'm not sure if the person is asking multiple times or what. But what is it? And then we'll throw it away. Yeah, we already answered this. Do you want to even read it again? I mean, I can. What's easier to say, OBGYN or... Obstetrician gynecologist. Yeah. Did we have that one before? We, we had this one before. I was here for it. Oh, right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, let's get rid of it. John, do you have a, th a thought on that? Like a lot of people say OBGYN. I think it's easier to say that because the other two words are long words. Yeah, but it's easier to say obstetrician gynecologist than it is OBGYN. Let's I time it up. I stumbled on that first yeah, word. Yeah, I so. think you're hard. You don't, you like the. I'd rather just say OBGYN. <laughs> yeah. Wait, let's just have a quick race. Claire, go one, two, three. Of what? You have to say OBGYN, all the obstetrician and gynecologists. See who wins. You okay. go one, two, one, three. One, two, three. Obstetrician and gynecologist. I won. I don't know. I think they're close. I think John won. But <laughs> Thanks, Claire. this one is a little dated. I know we're talking about Thanksgiving, but let's do a throwback That's the beauty of the brown bag. Halloween. Anything comes out. So as Halloween is just around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> See, folks, here's how you know it's real. Would we have planned that? No. <laughs> no. What would be one of your favorite Halloween candies that you would like to receive every day of your life from Derek? Reese's Pieces. Really? Love them. That, that's like something simple like that is just great. Yeah, Reese's Pieces. Something about that I love chocolate, peanut butter, peanut chocolate. butter combo. It's, it's unbelievable. Better than the Reese's Cup, too. Reese's Pieces. Now that's a hot take. What about you, Claire? Oh, uh, pretzel M&Ms, without a doubt. Wait, 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 wait. Because now you're saying that to be different. I don't even know what that is. What is a pretzel M&M? It's called, I think, honestly, pretzel M&M should be a source of currency in my world. Really? It's so good. There's no pretzel M&M. Yes, yes. They're in a blue bag, and it's literally pretzels inside of, like, the M&M is, like, shaped like the peanut ones. So, like, the peanut one, but it has a pretzel on it. Yeah, and it's addicting. I can eat it. I mean, chocolate-covered pretzels are It's so good. It's, oh, gosh. I don't let me tell you what. Is this what an if, esoteric candy? I've never even heard of this At first it was thing. an limited oh, you know, time offer. They come out with all these things. Now. Yeah. It was, at first it was an LTO, and then they permanently made whoa, it a part whoa, whoa. of the collection. LTO. LTO. We, limited time. They've got uh, language for everything. Yeah. Oh, limited time offer. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Let's have a race. One, two, three. <laughs> limited, limited time, time offer. offer. LTO. LTO. <laughs> okay, Joe. This over-exaggeration stuff has got to end. What's your candy? This. I, I'm like a simple, so M&M's or just Hershey Kisses. I mean, does it get any better? Pure, that's, simple, that's simple chocolate. basic. Yeah. Pop right, those picking. things like. Go, John. I can pop those things like, uh, like I don't know what. All right. Like M&M's. Mm-hmm. All right, John, now are you excited about the question or how are you feeling about it? Uh-oh, he's. I love the preview and then the awkward, uh-oh, I can't say this. <laughs> no, I can say it. You it's just say as it? random as they get. <laughs> how long would a ham sandwich right. last on the moon? How long That's with a ham sandwich? See, this is where science comes in. How long yeah. would a ham, ham sandwich, sandwich last on the moon? All right, so I think this is, this is great. <laughs> how is right, this great? Well, see, I knew he would love this. Oh, how, how is it? Because what, what takes away a ham sandwich here on Earth is bacteria and viruses yes. and fungus. There's none of that on the moon. So it never expired? So you put a ham sandwich on the moon. Here it goes. There's not going to be any mold. There's no decomposition. There's no nothing to break it down. The only thing that would break that down is solar radiation. That would just be the, hitting after it. After time, the solar radiation. After time, radiation. the solar radiation would be... It would freeze, right? So, yeah, temperature on the moon in the day, that thing might go up to like 200 degrees. And then at okay. night, it's going down to 200 below zero. So this is so interesting. It gets hot. 
Then at night it's frigid. So it would probably just a ham sandwich. The ham is mainly water, not mainly, but there's a lot of water. But I'm seeing a deterioration. It would cosmic rays, ultraviolet radiation would break the molecules probably. and it would degrade over time. It would like turn dry and break up. But let's put it in the shade. Let's put a ham sandwich in the shade a under crater. a rock okay. on the moon. And it it would freeze and last there for a very, very, very yeah. long time. It would probably be frozen forever, right? Yeah, I could see mm. just as the ham sandwich there lasting. Do you guys know the Apollo astronauts left when they left in 69 to 72? They left a ham sandwich. No, but they left, one of them at least left a picture of his family there, like an actual photograph. Uh-huh. And they left, this is a little gross, but all of their waste, their human waste in bags. That's pleasant. So Mm. their fecal matter is still in a bag on the moon. It didn't break down. It's still there. It's still there. To what state it's in, I don't know. But it's, you know, that's 50 plus years ago. It's still there. Say that about anything on Earth. Ham sandwich, waste from a deer, whatever. I don't know why this question is making me think of this. But the factoid that my kids gave me last night, and I don't even know if it's true. They were eating honey. That someone they know made, or not made, but you know they got from their bees, and said that honey is the only food that never goes bad. No, so there is true. some truth to that, to an extent, I believe. Yes. Yeah, so there is a natural preservative somehow in the enzymes of the bee. That they said the honey from thousands of years ago has been found. I and don't melted know down how still, long though. We can Google knows? this. We, we don't have a computer here. We won't no. Google it. I, I have my phone, that, but I'm not going to do it. No, we're not. Claire, what are you going to do it? I just had to bring it up because it just came up last night. Hmm. All right, Joe, you pick. One, two, three. I'm sure some gynecologist. OBGYN. <laughs> it's shorter to just say it. As a news anchor, I would rather just the OBGYN. I agree. Especially it's if you're doing to a just cold say read. Hard letters. Yes. Then throw it all together. Yes. I don't know. There's. I don't know. He doesn't know. No. I love the ham sandwich. That was a good one. That question. was a really good one. Yeah. That's why when I read it, I was like, he's oh. going to love this. What time do you guys go to bed? This is from Suzanne Visali. What time do you guys will go to bed, and what time do you get up? So, <laughs> like, so it now, depends if John's coaching basketball. Well, let me start by saying our news for a lot of these people don't know starts at 4.30 a.m. Yeah, so mm-hmm. Some of you watch 5, 6, whatever, but our news starts at 4.30. So, Claire? So, I, um, I'm supposed to, my phone tells me to go to bed at, like, 7. That doesn't normally happen um, because I have still trouble falling asleep. So, last night, I fell asleep at 8. Some days that I don't go to bed, like, really on the, on time, then I'll go to bed at, like, 4 p.m. But also, it depends if I have things to do. Sometimes I will split up my sleep. So I'll go home right after work, and I'll sleep until, like, 5 p.m., get what I have to go, and then go back to bed at 10 p.m. and then wake up again. I don't know if that, like, nap, go, come back late. That's not going to work for you. Oh, I'm no. Gonna, I have good advice for you. I, I'll let you guys go, and then I have I the advice. But I get up every day at 2 a.m. Okay, so 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. What about yeah. you, John? So I um, try to go to bed at 7, and it rarely works. See? But are you kids. a routine? Are you with kids? See with that? kids, it's hard. Mm-hmm. Um, but they get it. So most days are right around 7, I'm going to bed. It's and not then, they. It's your wife. Does she get it? She gets it. Yeah. Okay, good. Because yeah. she's got to say, my wife was great with this. She's got, dad's got to go to yeah, bed. Yeah, she's actually really good. Yeah, so at, the whole world and, changes. And she's good at keeping them quiet. Yeah. Or, you're, well, she does her best. <laughs> with three kids, as you know, <laughs> yeah, there's only yeah, so yeah. much she can do. But um, seven, I try to get to bed, and then the alarm goes off at two. So I usually get out of bed at 2.10. I snooze once. 
Um, You're a snoozer. Claire, are you a snoozer? Snooze. Absolutely. You I are have, a snoozer. I, I started out and I was like, I am not going to be a snoozer. I, oh I'm going to get right yeah. it, The 2 a.m. alarm is so much torture. Yes. <laughs> and so painful. I didn't know you. You don't yeah. seem like a snoozer to me. It, it, the pain is so much that mm-hmm. it almost, there has to be just an extra. And then when I hit that button, there's a feeling of joy that comes over me that's like, oh my gosh, I have nine more minutes. Yeah. That, that is oh, so satisfying. To oh, get I nine see. more minutes yeah, to stay yeah, in yeah, bed. Yeah. Because so you have that, that built in. Yeah. Every morning I do I do the snooze. Well, I one snooze? Just one. Oh, because I snooze way more than once. Because I have the emergency alarm after I slept in at work one time. Hey, I do too. I have the emergency alarm across the room that goes off at 2.12. So I got to oh, get out of bed after that first snooze off. to turn that off or I'm in big trouble. Because mm-hmm. that's the really loud one that will wake up Renny. Oh. So my wife has trouble sleeping and she's a nine to fiver. Yeah. And I say, here's the key, honey. And she doesn't listen to me. You have to wear yourself out in the day. You oh, I definitely agree Wear with that. yourself out. I definitely agree. Mm-hmm. For hundreds of thousands of years, our species was kicking butt all day long. Pulling, dragging, planting, working, preparing. Now people sit in a cubicle all day. Yeah. Uh, and then they think they're just going to fall asleep at night. you got to wear yourself You really out. do. It's a big difference. Yeah, so that's why I bike. That's why I do stuff outside. And then usually by 6, 7, 8 o'clock... You guys know, this is pathetic. I take a bath for at least an hour every night. That's a part of the wear down process. Really? For an so hour? So then your body is like, uh, it like puts you almost into like comatose. When I'm coming out of that bathtub, I'm basically like, uh, and then I just fall <laughs> on the bed and I knock right out because I wear myself out and I do the bath thing. It really helps. I do, I do find if I have a day where I'm doing physical activity yeah. during the day, when it comes 7 o'clock, actually before 7. You're last wiped night, out. you got to be night, wiped out. I could have gone to bed at 6.15, yeah. fell asleep mm-hmm. right then on the dot. Now, I had stuff that I was doing with the kids, and Rennie wasn't home yet, so it's, you know I had to wait till 7 that night. But you're right. And days that you don't. You feel the difference. You feel the difference, yeah. Mm-hmm. And another thing, I'm the only one that does this. I think I get everything done the night before. So the bath, oh, I that's my cleanup, that. and then the clothes well, I, are I already. shower in the morning. You but still everything shower? Else... I don't know if I could shower in the morning. I would kill me. See, the shower is part of me, my wake up. That's Same. a part of your wake up. Yeah. If I'm really, really tired, I have to take a shower. Plus, I get really bad bedhead. But head. knowing that you're going. So I got to wash my hair because I get really, bad, I get really bad bedhead. Mm-hmm. That's why weather people I can't see, put the a beauty hat on. of this is I don't have to look good like you guys. <laughs> that is a nice <laughs> thing for outside. Like, yeah, you can but, just throw a hat on. But when you wake up, the thought of I have to take a shower, isn't that add to the stress? No, because no. it just, that's my way of waking up. Oh, is it? Yeah. See, that would be like, oh, now I have to go there. But everything from that point on is laid out. Like, my clothes are ready. Everything's ready to go out the door. Claire, you picking stuff out in the morning? Oh, I'm so last minute of everything. I can't do that. That's why I'm such a great reporter, because I work really well under pressure, because I procrastinate. So is there chaos <laughs> oh, before you go out the door? Especially, like, if you, that's why, like, if you were to come to my apartment, like, right now, everything is everywhere. Bed is not made. Clothes everywhere. Like on the same subject, then I have to make the bed before I leave. Do you yeah. really? Now, you have time? it's different because maybe you still listen. On this shift, I have a happy marriage, but my wife and I sleep most of the time on weeknights in different rooms because she comes in at eleven, twelve o'clock. That would ruin my whole night's sleep. Mm-hmm. And then when I get up and go, that would ruin her night's sleep. Yeah. So I'm in my own little room. It's like a sleep chamber. Sleep and I forget what I said. What was the whole point? Oh, um, you were gonna talk making the about... bed. Oh yeah. So then when I get out of this bed, I have to make it before I leave because mm. it would stress me out. It if would it was stress unmade. you out if it yeah. wasn't made. So when I put the little pillows there and everything, it's sad. 
That's okay. You guys do that or no? Because you're sometimes if I have time, but I. So totally if I went to your apartment right now, I would see chaos. Like there yeah. was a fire. Yeah. Like there was an emergency fire and you just had to leave the scene. Mm-hmm. Jars of peanut butter left open. Spoons on the countertop. Bed unmade. Yeah, my dishes are not done. Pajamas just lying on the floor. Oh, dishes yeah, on in the, the sink. This is yeah. how I used to describe. <laughs> well, I always call it my previous life, but my life before the morning show. Yeah. And. Rennie worked a morning shift. I was home getting the kids ready for school. Oh, yeah. She used to work with me. And so she used to come home to just a house chaos Mm -hmm. because I'm getting three kids ready and myself out the door. Mm -hmm. And there's kids' clothes everywhere, toys everywhere, beds unmade, food on the counter, dishes in the thing. So it's probably better for her now that she doesn't have to come home to that. Now she can be controlled. Yeah. Um, but, I, you know, this is the funny part. Claire, these are red flags you have. I know. I have so many red flags, but this is the biggest one. So I set an alarm. My alarms start going off at 1245 a.m. Why? They do now? They do because I snooze hardcore. That long? So Claire, they go you? off in 15-minute increments, and it takes me until 2 a.m. to actually See, get then up. then you're, like, actually disrupting your sleep. Yeah, but I sleep through half of them, so it's fine. <laughs> and then right, the emergency me- alarm is 2.30. I, I got a message for anybody out there. <laughs> do not. Date Claire. <laughs> Joe, do not. I think not we have to do a sleep intervention date with her. Claire. Yeah. We need an interview. Yeah. Claire. We're going to sit her down. Claire, and you, like, you are is, high you know, maintenance. I am something. high maintenance. But also keep in mind, I'm still switching back and forth from day shift to morning you are. shift. You are. She's all yeah. over the place still. So I am so that's actually tough. all over the place. Yeah. But yeah, I got a lot of red flags. I won't deny it. All right. So let's say someone starts dating you and they don't like that you leave the house and you leave all dishes in the sink. Claire, you got to stop doing this. What's mm. your reaction to that? Well, I'll be like, I can definitely make an effort to try. However, like this is my current situation, but to spite your feelings, I'm gonna try. Oh, so that's it. You're you're cooperating at least. Yeah, compromise. And they say I want you to make the bed when you leave every day. Well, then the wire. They're sleeping in the bed. <laughs> oh when yeah, I they're leave, still so... there. I forgot. All right. Well, yeah. <laughs> who knows? All right. Who's next? I think I think we're back to Claire. Oh, Claire, now. yeah, yeah. Right. That was a good question. You got that a lot of miles out of it. A lot of miles out of this. Okay. Now that one looks new. It's not. Uh, yeah. I'm still yellow. thinking about the ham sandwich on the moon. Isn't that weird? <laughs> it's hard to yeah. think about that in the, the shower. Cheese. Everything would just be radiated for months, for years, unless it's in the shade. Oh, this one's interesting. Hello, brown baggers. Dun, 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 Why dun. is it that on some mornings, Joe seems to have a camera person tethered to him in the backyard, able to chase him around, documenting all of his shenanigans, and then there are other days where the cameras just seem to be sitting almost static from a far distance away. Wow. Peace, See, Mike from Jim Thorpe. I Who is it, Mike from Jim Thorpe? How closely people watch this. Yes, yes me too. That yes. was impressive. I love Mike from Jim That is very I observant. I thought this morning... To myself, I wonder if anyone notices the difference. The difference, because this morning you had a photographer. Yeah. So, John, do you want to explain? No, all you this? explain. <laughs> <laughs> no, you explain. So, um, staff, it's all staffing. Yeah. You know, we have a control room. How many people are in the control room? One, two, three, at least five ish on a typical day. One's controlling. The, the the production. One's controlling the direction. One's controlling the sound board. One's um, the robotic cameras. Robotic cameras in the studio. Yep. Mm-hmm. The robotic camera outside. So if we have enough people with vacation time, with overlapping schedules, with sick days, then one of them says, "Oh, I'm going to shoot in the backyard with Joe." Mm-hmm. But a lot of times they do not have enough people, and then that person who's controlling the robotic cameras just sits in the control room, and we don't have time for anyone to run outside. And I don't think people at home all know that in the studio. 
there's just robotic cameras. There's no one running the camera. And then for the backyard, there's also the robotic camera. Yeah, so there's a robotic so, so, so camera. So if, if it's not following him around, that's just the robotic camera that can only do so much. Yeah, mm-hmm. I forgot to mention that. So about 50 feet away from where I stand in the backyard, there's a, uh, it looks like a chicken coop. <laughs> it's, a part, it's a part of the building, and it has a window, and inside of that is a protected, expensive camera. But it's robotic. It's got the aperture setting. It's got the... Uh, up down azimuth and you can follow me around with a little joystick Mm -hmm. and focus but there's no one there so it's a robot camera the other times let's get a camera operator guy girl on the shoulder holding the camera in the backyard and then that's more dynamic i can do so much more i feel more expressive especially in the winter when there's sleet falling snow wind you can show it all you can't Mm -hmm. do that with that static camera in the chicken coop and I'm glad that this viewer noticed that because it really is a big difference. Mm-hmm. If we're going to do the weather outside, let's take advantage of every aspect of being outside. This morning, you showed us a flag that wasn't moving. You showed us the sky yes. that was incredible. It makes such sunrise. a difference. It's when we such have a big a difference. photographer in the backyard. And, and it's interesting that a viewer picks up on that. That makes me happy. I mean, that's the whole reason why we do the weather outside, right? Yeah, we want to be in the elements. And, and when you have that photographer, those frost mornings this week were perfect. You show the close-up of the frost. I think everyone can relate. I have to admit, though, there's a part of me, and this is bad. When there is no one in the backyard, I feel like I can mail it in more, and that's terrible. That is bad. Mm. I don't want to have to mail it in. No. But I, there's and a you little don't. Bit, there's a little bit of relief, though. So when there's a photog, I think, uh-oh, now i got to pick up my game mm-hmm. and make this a good narrative, a good story, a good lesson for everybody. And it's easier for now, you know, when Mindy and I go out to have fun, yeah. and even mm-hmm. when you go we out need there, a too, the photog makes it so much easier. Oh, yes. Because yeah, yeah. then we can really there. interact better. But mm-hmm. that's a great question, and this is the thing that I am always amazed at our viewers is how closely they watch the Oh, yeah. They're they committed. pick up on so many little things. Even the ham sandwich on the moon. Mm-hmm. Okay, John, you go. Oh, okay. So you're saying it's going to freeze, John. You, you, if you put it in the shade, I almost think it's going to be frozen forever, right? Because that temperature would stay the same. I agree with you, though. If it's in that sun, it's not going to – It's going to degrade. It's going to become yeah. irradiated. Would you eat a ham sandwich that was on the moon for, say, 50 years? No. And then brought back to the earth and thawed? Why? There's no I ba- don't know. There can't be any contamination, no bacteria, no viruses, no mold. I would eat it. Just think, no mold, it. Just think no mold on a ham sandwich on the moon. I no moldy bread. Cool. It's impossible to have moldy bread on the moon. I, don't, I just think it would not Don't you taste see the beauty I of do that? see the beauty. <laughs> yeah. All right, you ready? Yes. Okay. So this is from Barb in Bradford County, viewer and podcast listener. Do you choose your own clothing to wear on the show? Do you have suggested colors or styles to wear? <laughs> you Do you love have this. to go through a class of what a to wear or not a what to now? wear? A, a what class. now? A what? A class. Of what to wear or not <laughs> to wear on the show. Class. Some reporters wear very good clothes and others need to be schooled on what looks good on them or look in the mirror first with a little smiley face. <laughs> Bar. Joe, this does not include you. Don dresses you very well. Ooh, a, was that a compliment? Then? Yes. I th- oh, compliments aren't allowed. Yeah, yeah forget but I that. Included that. Plus, I'm not a good dresser. So you guys, I think, have to answer this because you worked at other stations. Is WNEP unique in that respect? Do other stations say, I'd like you to wear this. I need you to do that. I need you to go in this room and we're going to comb your hair like this. I think we're more free-spirited here. Yeah, John, uh, to be quite honest, Joe, if you went to any of the stations I went to before this station, uh, they, they would not let you wear that on air. Any of the stuff I do? No. They would not let you wear anything that you wear, except for your Halloween costume. They would let that. 
Um, no, I would say that this is by far like the most, I would say, relaxed dress code. However, I feel like at the same time, like I dress for the story I'm doing, mm-hmm. especially since I'm in the field. So like today, like what I did yoga, I'm wearing what I would wear to a yoga class, right? Because I'm doing yoga. But um, most of the time I try to keep everything like professional, solid colors. Like I've always, always taught like not to do any crazy distracting prints. Um, color wise, no. My mom just says I look really bad in orange, so I don't wear orange but, a lot. But Claire, things have changed recently here at WDP. I remember hearing stories of women, and this is 15, 10 years ago maybe. They were told, don't have your hair like that. Put it like this. Do this. Put them. You have too much rouge on. You have too much makeup on. You have too much this. Does that apply anymore or no? No one really Not at this station, but I know at other stations, yeah. There's been I know of girls that have been asked to change their hair color just yeah, so they have a right. It's a big part of the, but, the yeah. industry. They have, yeah, yeah, they have consultants. Some stations have consultants that talk to you of like, okay, this is what we want you to look like, how to dress, things like that. I've been one station that I um, helped out with. You walk in and they have a whole dressing room of clothes that they deem as acceptable and you just got to find your size if they don't like what you're look wearing. Look at that, but not here. Yeah, and then, even here, you bring up a good point. Things have changed considerably over the years in what people can wear. Um, some of our reporters now who are guys are reporting without ties on. I think the world has gotten more relaxed, that especially was, since COVID. That was something. We had to wear a tie reporting oh, really? when I was first a reporter here. Um, so I think a lot of the things have relaxed here. Um, I will say in the past, they have brought in consultants that have worked with the anchors and reporters about what you should wear, what colors work well and stuff. Um, I have to be honest, some of it I found kind of helpful in the past, just in what looks good on TV and what doesn't. Mm -hmm. Some of it I thought was ridiculous. There was one you said about wearing orange. We had a consultant where we went in the makeup room, which has all TV lighting in there, and she had these capes of colors that she would drape over us to mm. show what looked good Capes on us. Capes of colors to, to see show what's in what, your color what's your, wheel with your, your color flesh? wheel. Ooh. That sounds like hell on earth for me. <laughs> and I mocked it until she pulled the orange over me, and all of a sudden I looked awful. So orange is not your color. And orange she, sa- she color. said, oh, she even gasped when oh, she pulled yeah. the orange. You, and she's you knew like, immediately too? Yeah. Yeah, but do, does, so other people are good in I orange? could see it, and some people, so color wheels are a real thing. Yeah. I never even thought of it before. But here's the funny story. So she pulls the orange over. I look just awful. I went to Syracuse. The orange is the name of the football team and the basketball team. I wore orange all the time. (laughs) And I always wondered why I looked like crap in every photo that was taken of me in college. And it's probably because I was wearing so the orange shoes. Yeah. not your color. But orange what is, is it? Your, your skin tone? Your yeah, eye yeah. color has something it's to your skin I honestly tone, didn't pay hair. much attention yeah. to the reasoning why. Yeah, like your eye color. Yeah, it's like all the tones and stuff. But I think most of us know we put something on that yeah. looks good. It doesn't look yeah. good. But but that's an interesting question. Things have changed dramatically yeah. over the years. And what Mindy was talking about before, when she was first an anchor, um, I don't know if it was in Maine or when she went to Connecticut, she had to wear a blazer when she anchored. It was required mm. of her. Yeah, so it's fairly strict. And now, you know, you can wear a sleeveless dress and things like that on the air. So things have changed a lot yeah. since then. And you guys know what's in all of our contracts, I'm assuming. There's that one clause where if your appearance is altered, they can let us go. Mm-hmm. We all sign that. They do mm-hmm. have control over how we look. Yes, they do. Meaning yeah. if, if I were in a car accident on my way home today and my right ear was ripped off, Horrible as it sounds, yeah. They could say, "Joe, you now are earless. We're going to let you go." And that sounds extreme <laughs> and stupid. It sounds, it sounds but here's crazy. What, but they do have that out, and you can mm-hmm. see why. But 
I remember when my hair started going gray, there was talk like, uh-oh, his appearance has changed. So when he signed this contract, they could have made me dye my hair, which I do. I think they do in a lot of markets. Yeah, well, even like for dyeing my, your that, hair. According like, to your contract, to get, yeah. 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 This isn't, you're not the person you used to be. You have you to better ask permission dye. if you want to, like for me, I have really long hair. Like potentially I could ask permission to cut it all off or to dye it blonde. Jack Culkin's mustache has taken on a whole life of its own. Well, yes. wait, wait. It has its own life, I think. Uh, it certainly seems yeah. that way. <laughs> I, I, in fact, I think his mustache <laughs> may be more popular than he is. Probably. Is it but, going, though? But but here's, I don't know. Okay. Well, but, well, were you allowed to have facial hair when you first but, started? But that's the thing. Is That's another thing that's part of the contract is even facial hair has to be pre-approved. Yeah. Technically. We yeah. signed I that contract. Think, I don't think Jack got his pre-approved. I, I, that's another thing I think that's become a little right. more accepting now. Mm-hmm. But Jack grows a mustache, and he looks like a completely different person. Yeah, it's completely different. But he's able to do it now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very different. And even culture and society. I do hear it might be coming off at some point. <gasps> that's what I'm hearing, rumors of the mustache. Oh. The rumors of the mustache. So stay tuned on that one. Yeah, stay tuned, everyone. And new it's year, even, new face. And it's even cultural and uh, sexist. What if Mindy let her hair go gray because she's now in her 50s. I don't know if she is going gray, but let's just say she did like I did. I bet you that would be a problem. I, I because People that would, would make, say a lot of mean Because stuff. that would make a woman look older. But for some reason, guys, oh yeah, his hair is going gray. I mean, let's be let honest in this business, the pressure on a woman. The pressure woman on a woman is disgusting. Tell me about so it. It's so disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. You guys want to talk? The best, and you may not remember this, but this was five or six years ago. The guy who anchors the equivalent of the Today Show and Good Morning America in Australia, their biggest, pop, most popular show, the woman he anchored with was getting so much criticism about her clothes that he decided he was going to wear the same suit coat no every day knows. for a year. Every day. And not one person pointed it out that he wore the exact same suit Get coat every single here. day. And then when it was over, he said, I just want to point out something. A year. A whole year every day. Wow, he's a savage. And no one knew. And it just shows, and and my wife will say it too. Like when I go to get a suit, she's like, "It doesn't matter what suit coat you wear." It doesn't. Mm-hmm. I couldn't. No, tell I'm not going to wear the same tie every day. But she's You're like, right. "No I one is paying attention." Tell you. Now Rennie's on TV. She just became a news anchor here Monday through Friday, and she's had to get quite a wardrobe mm-hmm. to be a female news anchor five days a week the that mic- she didn't have before. The microscope is on you, women. It it's is. unfair. Mm-hmm. Why don't you it. go out on the streets every every female right now and protest? This has got to stop. Protesting is a lot of work. I don't got time for that. And isn't it something <laughs> where the people feel like they can yeah. come up to you oh, and come up to her? Yes. And I've been with her, and they'll tell her that they didn't like an outfit. I don't like that hair. I don't like the earrings you're wearing. wearing. I don't like yeah. the way your eyes how, how Can you imagine going up to just some random person no. in public and being like, I don't like what you have on? No. Mm-hmm. The worst part is is like the, the messaging of it. Like, I just try not to read my messages. Social stuff. Yeah, you got to stay away from oh, it. Yeah, especially I, that's I, open now. Oh, it's awful. Yeah. I mean, the, what people will say or what they'll email just about like what they think about your hair. What you, you're wearing. I mean, but we I don't guys, know. we don't get any of that on it. TV. Thank God. I'm glad you don't have to do that. And my motto is what other people think about me is none of my business. True. That's how you have to live your life. Is That's this the last I'm, one? I think so. I'm yeah. picking the last one. Okay, Joe. It's going to be a good one. It's this one right here. It's Ooh, a strip, it's which means it might be older. A lot of the strips are older. It's long. I don't know if this is going to work. Who made your music? Did we do this one? Who made the music for your intro to oh, Mr. Curiosity, yeah, right? I thought yeah, we did, did that. Why don't you pick another one? It's not bad, but blah, blah, blah. All right, so this one, a little balled up one. This is going to end it. Happy Thanksgiving week, everybody. Are you ready for the question that's going to really send us off? 
Why do state police troopers wear that silly strap on their hat in such a weird way? <laughs> Under the nose, above the chin, seriously? I don't know the history of it, but Claire, I don't know if you've experienced this, but the troopers have to have their hat yes, on it's like when this. you do an interview outside. It's like this. And they if if we have video of them without it on, they they can get in trouble. Yeah, it's it's literally like so many PIOs especially are like, hold on, hold on, hold on. I gotta get the I hat, hat, I gotta get gotta it get on the, the hat, right gotta spot. Get the hat. Yes. I thought we had this one before. I because I remember I asked the state trooper this, if I am correct, he said one of the reasons is look at this strip if it were like a typical hat. Under the neck. Yeah. Someone could grab the hat and choke them. Oh. But it's funny they have no, to have Could that it really be it? Yeah. The reason why they keep it up here? it's a part of their here? uniform. It is a part of their uniform, but it is funny that it that they has to be an age. They still have to have it under the nose yeah. or whatever. Why not under the chin? Grab this. Grab the hat and you can. it could be a choke hazard for mm-hmm. or in a battle. Mm-hmm. That's that, a good question. That yeah. could be part of it. That's no way to end this segment. It's Thanksgiving. Claire, give us a good happy one here. Come on. Okay. Even if it's not thought. something happy, make it happy. Oh, look at this strip. Just say, why do turkeys... Why do AM stations come in clearer during Give early morning Give me that. That's hours? not a good Put that back in there. We can't end on science. Let's just end on goodbye. I do love Have that a question, good... though. Maybe, maybe we should just make We'll do that another time. Yeah. It's back in the bag. Oh. Is this a good send-off? Yeah. She's oh, it is a good send-off. This is good. She's okay, laughing. So, Here we go. Uh, Teletubbies. Creepy or cute? <laughs> Look at John. <laughs> See, Jonathan, did you miss this? Uh, that is a good way to yeah. end it. And I say creepy. I say creepy, too. I think they're cute. Cute. The little no, the sun so, coming up. So, the sun yeah. is a baby, and they're all... No. Yeah, but it's no. a kid's show, so like the kids are like, oh, no. look at that creepy, thing. Like John, creepy, John. Creepy. Yeah, is and this, just annoying. Is this t- Tinky Winky? Do I have this right? Is that who that is? I think that... What's Tinky Winky? Are these still is that there? the yellow one? It's Nightmare Fuel. It's Nightmare Fuel. <laughs> <laughs> says Sean... <laughs> Is it still on? Could do a search. We'll yeah, end, no. as I say, everyone. Folks, thanks for tuning in. Keep the questions coming. Uh, brownbag at WNEP.com. Have a good Thanksgiving week. Claire is going to end this. Tinky by- Winky is predominantly purple. Oh, Poe, yeah, so red, lala yellow, and dipsy green. Is They're it still not even on? on much is anymore, the show still on? No, no, it's not. It's in, Yeah, it's not active anymore. Just think, somewhere in this world of ours, there's a Tinky Winky outfit sitting in a closet. Where it belongs. Maybe with mold. If it was on the moon, it wouldn't be covered in mold. Bacteria. Let's send that. Unlike the the ham sandwich on the moon. (laughs) All right, everybody. I love it. Thank you. See ya. Happy Thanksgiving. Sing us out with the little. Oh, the Mr. 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 Curiosity. Curiosity. What are you so curious about? Everything. Mr. Curiosity.